certainly in the first place. Certainly there was little noise coming from any of the other villas that lined this half-moon section of beach. Not even the newlyweds were stirring, and they'd been at it non-stop since their arrival five days ago. And they thought werewolves had stamina. I smiled and plucked a leaf from the nearby eucalyptus branch that draped over the railing, then flicked the leaf skyward from the stem, watching it twirl all the way to the ground. What I wanted was to go home. To get on with my life and my job. To spend more time with Kellen. But I had just under a week of vacation left, and while I might be going slowly insane with boredom, I couldn't just pack up and leave. Rowan and Leander had given me this holiday as a gift to help me rest and recuperate, and I couldn't, wouldn't, hurt their feelings by returning before my time was up. Riley. My name whispered across the wind, a demand rather than a mere attempt to get my attention. I straightened quickly, my gaze searching the moonlit night for some sign of the caller, some hint of where the voice had come from. A difficult task when it seemed to come from everywhere and yet nowhere at once. Riley. Again the voice rode the night, stronger than before and clearly male in its resonance, It wasn't a voice that belonged to any of the men who inhabited the five other villas in this small cove, nor did it belong to any of the staff members who looked after the villas or who worked in the main resort complex one beach over. But there were three other accommodations scattered across the island, and I hadn't really had much to do with their guests or employees. But even if it had been one of them, why would they know my name? And why would they be calling me in the dead of the night? It was odd and the mere thought of something odd occurring had excitement racing through my veins. Which was a rather sad statement about just how bored I was, or perhaps how addicted I'd become to the adrenaline rush of being a guardian. Hell, I'd give the killing away any day, but not the thrill of the chase. The hunt was everything to a wolf, and no matter how long I might have denied it, I was a hunter, every bit as much as my brother. I studied the night for a moment longer, The wind whispered through the trees, void of any voice but its own. I could sense nothing and no one near, and yet something was. The electric charge of awareness raced across my skin, making the small hairs on my arms stand on end. I spun on my heel and walked back into my room. I didn't mind walking around sans clothes, but most of the guests currently on the island were human, and humans tended to get a little antsy about the whole naked thing. Though up here in Queensland, the attitude was a whole lot less noticeable than down in Victoria. Of course, the weather in my home state often precluded the desire to strip down, simply because the weather was about as predictable as a tiger snake during mating season. I pulled on a low-cut t-shirt and a baggy pair of shorts, then returned to the patio. Riley, come. The voice swirled around me, rich and arrogant a man who used and probably abused power. And my wolf soul reacted to the command in that voice, but not in the way I expected, not fiercely, with anger, but meekly, as if she wanted to do nothing more than tuck her tail between her legs and cower. And there could only be one reason for that. The voice belonged to a pack member, and not just any pack member, but the Alpha, the wolf who ruled the pack as a whole. Only the voice didn't belong to my alpha, the man who had ruled the pack for as long as anyone could remember. I would have recognized the voice of my own grandfather. 
So what the hell was going on? Frowning, I walked down the steps and strode through the trees and out onto the moonlit sand. The wind was sharper out from under the cover of the eucalyptus and filled with the scent of the sea. And nothing else. No musky male scent, no hint of wolf. Nothing to suggest there was another soul awake and aware out here on the beach. A shiver ran down my spine. Maybe I was imagining it. Maybe this was nothing more than a dream, and any minute now I'd wake up and laugh at my own stupidity. After all, our pack had threatened to kill us both if we ever contacted, let alone went near, any pack members. And not even our mother had dared to contradict that particular order. Not that I thought she'd tried. Though I had no doubt she loved us, she'd always seemed as relieved as the rest of the pack to see the back of us. Riley, come. Again the order ran across the night.